0: Most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. Here he is, Michael Savage. Good morning, people. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Can America survive the ravages of Joseph Button and his gang of insane degenerates? Two world wars, runaway inflation, crime out of control, minority crime wave, broken borders. Mayhem, total mayhem. Everyone I speak to cannot believe what this man has done to this country in so short a period of time. So if I sat here and complained, it wouldn't be interesting because you know it all. And I've heard it. What's the good of it? Right. All right. The class is about to begin. Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Middle East on the brink. North Korea on the brink. i live uh, near san francisco and across from me is the city of oakland two o'clock in the morning you hear boom boxes raging across the bay from people who don't work for a living they live on welfare they spend their days on drugs robbing stores breaking into stores beating people up in the street and at night they turn on the boom boxes like stadium level sound, and the police can't stop them. You like that? And I say to myself, What country am I living in? How did this happen that parasitical animals who don't work can turn music on at two o'clock in the morning and, and wake everybody up for 50 miles around them, 40 miles around them in the East Bay? How is this possible? So, again, I'm not going to talk about what's wrong, I'm going to read you some tweets. I actually wrote down what I should do. And it says people are gagging on the filth and destruction coming from the Biden regime. People are gagging on the filth and destruction coming from the Biden regime. Let me repeat it for you. People are gagging. Did you see the one of the gay guy on all fours naked in a congressional hall where hearings are heard being uh, sexualized in Congress videotaped? an aide these are the people who actually run congress by the way the aides the old the old people don't run it they let their 25 year old psychotic left-wing aides run congress i know it very well how it works they're running the country so you say well oh come on he was just expressing his love he actually had the nerve this degenerate piece of garbage after he was caught they released the videotape to say i'm being attacked for who i love do you see how liberalism the mental disorder operates you should be put in jail for 25 years in a sane nation but then again you know the picture i showed at the beginning of this broadcast is by one of my favorite artists william coulter i collect denny and coulter i have a small collection of maritime paintings of california 1880s 1890s denny and coulter now i pulled this one off the wall saying you know what a good metaphor this would be for america Is this what America is going to be 25 years from now? Just an abandoned hulk? You've seen shipwrecks. It seems to me this country is like a shipwreck under Biden with a deranged captain, a complicit media. I have no words for the media. When you say media, I'd like to reach out and smack them in the face and say, you did it to this country, you You in Hollywood, you scum in the media, you did this to the country. Everything wrong with this country, you did to it. Everything this man does is a disaster. A disaster. And they support him. They control him. They control us. Thank God I still have an outlet like YouTube, Twitter, and I can reach you. So what is the point of this? I know intelligent people who say it isn't worth it. Why do any of this? What's it worth doing? Well, there's a saying that says, if you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. I believe that's true. I believe that just knowing the truth is liberating. If I can't change things, at least I can see things and say things. And that liberates my soul from the pain that I feel for this great nation. For I am an immigrant son, and I grew up believing in America. It was never easy for me. Not one day of my life has been easy. Not one day of my life has been easy. Now, I'm not complaining. I understand that. Um, I was not born into poverty, but I was born into a, I don't know how to define it. You know, I remember when I was a kid, we used to try to figure out what are we, middle class. We certainly knew we were an upper class. That was for the wasps who went to uh, the, the store club. The men who went to work in suits and ties, they were the upper class. My father went to work in a flannel shirt in his little store. So I figured we're working. I didn't know what it meant working class I mean, If you worked, you're working class. He certainly was in Madison Avenue. I didn't look down on him. Did I wish he was rich? Yes. Why? So I wouldn't have to work so hard. Is that simple? I used to envy the kids who had rich fathers. They go oh, oh, run the factories, whatever. I thought it was that easy. You can't just walk in and run a factory, by the way. A lot of them tried and couldn't do it because the father may have built the factory and knew how to run the factory. Just because you're born into it doesn't mean you can run the factory as well as your father. I didn't know any of that. I used to dream, okay, if I had a rich father, I wouldn't have to struggle. I wouldn't have to worry about what college to go to, you know, and all of that. But I was a child. Children don't know anything. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand so i wake up now and i have a, an idea I put it on twitter a while ago i don't have an answer for it yet but it dawned on me that whites pay most of the taxes in america since they want to make it race let's talk race for a little while let's really do race talk for a while what percent of all taxes collected do whites pay it's an embarrassing question isn't it What percent of all taxes collected do whites pay? What percentage of all taxes collected do blacks pay? Asians, Hispanics, recent immigrants. (laughs) Who can find this data? Now, the corrupt federal government has data for every other fact, the amount of crimes committed, hate crimes by race. What about taxes? They know what percent whites pay. My guess is it's 95%, if not higher. So the whites pay most of the taxes. Everyone will know that's true. And we're the most lambasted people on the planet. You take a look at the hatred coming out of the black community. I couldn't believe what I saw the other day. And I tweeted, how low will the black haters go? And it was about, uh, what was the story? I couldn't believe it. American Society of Magical Negroes, quote unquote, trailer, calls white people the most dangerous animal on the planet. How can they produce a film like this in a racially a racial tinderbox like the United States of America? So I uh, was thinking last night about the French paradox where they drink the red wine, have low heart heart attack rates and all that when they eat a lot of fatty foods. So I said, you know, in America, we have the minority paradox. It came to me. It did. The more they are given, I wrote, that they do not earn, the more racist they become. I mean, that's actually a, a perfect theorem because it's true. It's the minority paradox. The more they are given that they do not earn, the more racist they become. I said, note the Wu Klux Klan in Boston. You know, everyone she hired was incompetent, didn't deserve the job, can't do the job. That's all. You don't like it? Take a walk if you don't like it. Tonight, Boston's Mayor Michelle Wu admits that a mistake was made in an invitation to a holiday party. Members of the Boston City Council received an email invitation to what's called a gathering of electeds of color. Not all members of the council fit that description. I think we've we've had individual conversations with everyone so people understand that it was truly just an honest mistake that went out in in typing the email field and um, I look forward to celebrating with everyone at the holiday parties that we will have besides this one as well. So, um, it is my intention that we can again um, be a city that lives our values and creates space for all kinds of communities to come together. The mayor apologizing for any confusion that the original email created then i read that we have the lowest level of military people in the military since 1941 thanks to the moron running the defense department austin now you know austin didn't become the defense secretary because of his heroism or his genius in managing millions of people no so i said dei and affirmative action military at lowest level since 1941 would your son go in the military is that a career he would choose if he's white? Why would he go in to be beaten up every day and be he told he's no good? So look what you have in the military now under this crumb bum Biden syndicate. And I say, I'm reading tweets now, I'm just getting warmed up ceasefire, pause in bombing, pause in bombing, ceasefire. They want it in Gaza, but not Ukraine. Eight million Ukrainians have fled their nation. Answer why? Why are they screaming for a pause and bombing in Gaza but not in Ukraine? Answer. Ukrainians are white Christians. Gazans are considered peoples people of color by the left wing hypocrites. Simple. Everything is racial to them. So if everything is racial, let's talk race. The minority paradox, you racist people of color. The more you're given that you didn't earn through affirmative action, the more racist you become. Because you're insecure and you feel inferior, so what you do is you act superior. Ask any psychiatrist. It feels so good to tell the truth. What percent of all taxes collected do whites pay? What percentage of all federal, state, local taxes collected do blacks, Asians, Hispanics pay? Recent immigrants pay nothing. You can't find the data, even though the corrupt corrupt feds have it, but you'll find that whites pay probably 95% of all the taxes in the country. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. People are gagging on the filth and destruction coming from the Biden regime. Everyone I know who pays taxes are gagging on the filth and degeneracy. Did you see the White House party they had? Can you compare it to the classy Christmas that Melania Trump put on? I was there. It was so beautiful, so elegant. And now look at the filth. Then I came up with another phrase, wino. You probably you know what a wino is white in name only (laughs) white in name only why no white in name only that would be wolf blitzer a pandering servile fool why no nothing can nothing would have warned me for what was coming the meltdown so fast in this country so people turn to god in a time like this they don't know what to do people just turn to god they can't take it what's god gonna do for us right now nothing Actually, nothing. You could pray all you want. Did that help the people in uh, the kibbutz, in the Sinai? What did the Torah do for them? Nothing. That's why the Jews invented the Uzi machine gun way back when, thanks to Mr. Uzi. They learned not to throw away the Bible. They had a Bible in one hand and an Uzi in the other. And they found out that when push comes to shove, it was the Uzi that saved them, not God. That's all. Next case, move on. Nice to have God. And then what? I wrote a book called God, Faith, and Reason. I love this book. Oh, there he is, selling a book again. Well, what, what if I am? So what? I wrote it. Did you write it, you schmuck? All the people who complain, you wrote my books, you putz you. God, Faith, and Reason. So what was my point? I had no point. It was all about searching for God. And I said I've seen glimpses of God, but I've never seen the movie. You've seen the movie yet? Is God real? Where is God? Where is God? I mean, I can read that right now. Where is God? People seek to find God in as many ways as there are on earth and in as many ways as there are many people. Hmm. People find God in many ways, it's through transcendental experiences whether they be sex. Oh yeah, people have found God through sex. People have an orgasm and they scream, oh God! That's supposed to be a joke. Drugs, man, that's music. People see God in their own way every day. Some people say they stand on a shoreline, listening to the waves pound against the shore and feel closer to God. Or they walk on a beach or in a forest Then there's this famous song from many, many uh, years back uh, about hearing the cry of a newborn baby and knowing why you believe what you do. I believe. I forgot who sang. That was a great song. I know why I believe. I'll start singing in a minute. Not. Those are the ways people seek communion with the greatest spirit to which we're all connected. Now, some go into houses of worship and they never see God. They don't feel God anymore. You know, the last time I was in a house of worship where I actually felt the people rattling the floors, shaking the floors, and I almost felt God's presence was in a, where was this? It was in Harlem, New York, 1966, when I met Billy the street preacher. And I drove him up to Harlem. He said, you want to see God? And he took me to the, the Abyssinian Baptist Black Church in Harlem. I walked in. I never saw anything like it. The floors were shaking. As the black people were singing out to God, savage, the savage nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. I felt God in a Fijian village as I drank Yangona all night, passing the cup around all night long with the kava kava. And the men would go, Amdo, Amdo, and you'd feel the tonality. I was connected to those people, only white guy in an all. Fijian room in a hut Drinking Yangon all night And they pass it around and as the lights Went down the men who became to trust came to trust me would say to each Other jokingly do you think Do you think he's Fijian And they would laugh they'd say yes he's Fijian Meaning they accepted me in their Circle I saw God In that room Do you see it in churches Today Bland Sterile you see it in synagogues. Most American uh, Reformed temples today are churches without crosses. Synagogue, they're churches without crosses. It's a rotating thing. You put a Jewish star or a cross on it, means nothing. Mumbo jumbo. They read the plan of God saying, No one feels anything. You know, I don't feel God in those rooms. Well, you go into 777 Eastern Parkway in New York where the Black-clad Lubavitcher Hasidim are, on a Friday night, you'll feel God. You know, all the men in harmony, reading the same prayers that their ancestors read for thousands of years. And they're all in the same tonality, and they're all reaching the same point. That's a congregation. Congregation. But by and large, the churches and synagogues, there's no God anymore. Nothing. It's a business. Business, religion incorporated. Some people go to church. I write. No, let me go back there. These are the ways I said through drugs, through sex, through rock and roll that people seek communion with the greatest spirit to which we're all connected. After all, what are we? I write. In addition to being the blood, the bone, the vessels, the tissue, we are spirit and everything we come into contact with resonates on or with this spirit for better or for worse. We know that some people can bring us down or give us a headache, isn't that true? Some people can bring us down or give us a headache. Some can bring us up, some can make us happy, some can make us sad, some can elevate us. What is that about? That's the spirit, that's not the animal. It's about the fact that we're like tuning forks and we resonate with other energy forces, other energy forces. The other energy forces can be other people a pounding surf, an animal, a dog, a cat, a bird. But the ultimate tuning fork in the sky is what we're talking about in this book. My words, no one else's. How do we tap into that resonance coming from up there or out there or in here? Some people go to church. Some join a congregation to resonate with the higher power. You go into a great gothic, Gothic cathedral like Grace Cathedral in San Francisco. When this was built, these Gothic cathedrals, I mean, your voice echoes. These were made for a time when people really sang out in a congregation and you could feel the echo resonating as though it was going up to heaven. Now, what do you have? You go in there, you hear mumbo jumbo about lesbian and gay rights. Grace Cathedral. It's not there. I remember when I was a young boy, I asked about my grandfather, who died long before I was born. And the word came down that my grandfather was not a religious man, that he didn't go to a temple to pray. Instead, he said he could be out in nature with his back to a tree and talk to God. Many ways, the same is true for me today. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but the companion of fools shall smart for it proverbs thirteen twenty. that's in my little tiny chapter where is god i like small chapters small chapters are good there's so much more i wish to say today i don't know if i'll say much more i think maybe this is a complete sermon would you like me to go on i think so maybe maybe you do maybe i want to go on normally i build up and it's a quiet time, and I build up on the tweets and then my, uh, what's going on in the meltdown of the United States of America. Look what I told you already today, what's going on. You know, I was in a parking lot last night late after having a, a family dinner, putting something in a mailbox, I forget what, and a man, rugged-looking man with his son, stopped me and said, are you Michael Savage? And I can tell right away, friend of foe, instantly. He said, I just want to say to you, he said, I used to listen to you, blah, 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 on and on and, and on and on. And this is my son. And he told me about his son and he kept talking. I didn't say very much. I was very friendly. And he said, I have had trouble in my life. Even though I grew up in Marin County, I wound up in prison. I got into trouble. I said, you're not alone. A lot of people got into trouble. And he told me how proud he was of his son and things like that. And I, I said, have you seen the latest coming out of the degenerate Biden White House? of the guy having sex naked in the, Cong- in the halls of Congress being filmed. He said, no, I haven't seen that. Oh, it didn't make it to the San Francisco Chronicle. The diverse newspaper didn't make it to the Old York Times, didn't make it to CNN, the naked sex scene. No, no one saw that. All they saw was the evils of Rudy Giuliani. E- most evil man on the planet. $184 million to those two. They were injured so badly. They, w- they didn't make uh, $10,000 last year they didn't make between them. But their, their feelings were hurt because he said they stole the election. Oh, my. It's worth 104 million million because their dignity was stolen. My dignity was stolen a long time ago with affirmative action. Every job I applied for was stolen from me by unqualified minorities. How's that? But, you know, because I have an immigrant soul, I never gave up. I kept fighting. And I said, you're not going to destroy me. You're not going to defeat me. And eventually, here I am. But will my country survive? Can the country survive the ravages of this degenerate administration? Or are we soon to be this shipwreck, this hulk sitting in the water? Good metaphor. I've looked at this for years on my wall. Coulter, probably done in the 1890s. No one can paint like this anymore. Coulter's great, great maritime painter. Are we to be the shipwreck after that? You know, a sane man like Biden never would have. Let's say he became president, however he did it. Whether he won or they stole, it doesn't matter. Let's Let's he became, and he sees the wreckage that he has created. And everyone knows he's a stumble-bum, half-senile man that he shouldn't run anymore. For the sake of the nation, the man shouldn't run anymore. He'd just say, you know, for the sake of the nation, I'm turning it over to Gavin Newsom, who would be worse than him in a way. But he wouldn't run again. But do you understand that power is the most corrupting thing on the planet? Lord Acton, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Look at Biden. If this is not a living example of what corruption is because of the power madness, I'd like to know what it is. He's wrecked the nation and the world. Compromised by your family's business relations. Sir, China, Mr. President. president, Mr. President, there is Give a Give me a criticism. break, man. <laughs> did you overreact? <laughs> did you overreact? <laughs> Mr. President, there's there a criticism so long with a overreaction that was done because it's it's political I I can't. I can't. Kind of political pressure. You can come to my office and the ask public. a question when yeah. you have more polite people. Mr. President, why have t- I think his wife is running the country, by the way, and she's doing the damage to this nation. She's the fanatical left- leftist, the sociologist, Jill. Oh, yeah, not allowed to say a word about the wife. They sure didn't stop ripping Melania, did they, when, when, when she was doing such a great job as a first lady? But this one, oh, don't say a word. Don't say anything about his son. That's a president's son, Hunter Biden. Savage. Home of borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. Well, I was going to give this another title, but I think I've given you your money's worth since you paid nothing for this. You got your money's worth. You paid nothing. That's So what do you want more out of me? You want me to leave my soul and heart on the table as I normally did? You know, I was 52 years old when I got into radio. It was my fourth career. I started as a fill-in host. And I knew that I had found my calling. After other callings, I knew this was would be my last call. That's not a bad title, the last call. It's not going to be a book. Don't worry about it. So my plant samples are housed in seven museums around the world. No one can ever take that away from me, ever. All of the doubters and the haters, the people who've done nothing in their lives who go on YouTube and say nasty things. They don't mean anything. My plant collections, my ethnobotanical collections are housed in seven museums around the world. The Bishop Museum in Honolulu, the Jepson Herbarium in Berkeley, There's a museum, a botanical museum in New York, the New York Botanical Garden. There's a herbarium, Moscow herbarium. Ooh, Moscow, Paris, Kew Gardens, London, my plant collections that I labored over. They are there for hundreds of years. Maybe one day a cure will be found because of something I heard from one of the indigenous people that I listened to so intently while others are making money in the stock market or, or in real estate. I was... Wasting my time sitting on straw mats in islands, listening to the folklore of folk people as they showed me their plants and told me what they did with them. And I would collect the plant with them the next day and make seven specimens and they'd be sent around the world. And my writings, all my writings are housed in a great museum, a great library, rather, great library. All of my handwritten manuscripts, all my journals So all of that is done. You could say, well, why don't you just enjoy the rest of your life? Well, I am. I am enjoying the rest of my life. But should I be doing this anymore? You know, it's coming to the end of a year. I've had a very tough year. It's been a very tough emotional year. And uh, I have thought about going silent and not working anymore. Like, what's the point of this? And I actually am still considering no more podcasts, no more YouTubes. But then I thought, I actually have a calling to do this. Or do I? Should not I be a normal American? Shouldn't I have worked for my retirement? Why would I start another career at 50 when I could have retired on Social Security? Because I worked all my life since I'm five years old. I had enough money from pensions and from this job, that job, money I saved. I could have lived on very little. Could have been just a, a, another hippie in Marin County, you know, get the doobies, smoke the dope, eat the the, the the gummies, hate America. You know, typical Marin County, Bay Area, older white guy, hating himself, hating the country, not knowing his a- from his elbow. But I didn't do that. And now I'm at another junction. So I'm still thinking about it. I really don't know if there's any point to this anymore, because Biden has did done such a ravish on this nation. He's ravished this nation so completely. It leaves you breathless, asking how can we save the country? And what can one still voice do? One quiet voice. One still voice, quiet voice, one voice. What can one man do? Why nothing? It's futile. Shouldn't we all give up? Well, I'm going to leave you with a metaphor. It's a West African proverb, since I'm somewhat of a folklorist, and there's a lot of wisdom in folklore man asked what the hell difference does it make what I do in this world when you see what Biden is doing to this world, you see the degeneracy, the criminality, the complicity of the vermin in the media, the vermin in the media, how they cover him, no matter what he does to destroy this nation and the world they cover for that. Sorry. I don't want to get vulgar or even angry. It just diminishes my intelligence. So what's the point? Well, here's a West African proverb, which I will leave you with. Now, got your attention, you racist people of color, you liberal listeners to see if there's anything you can nail me to a cross with. Drop dead. West African proverb. Professor Savage is about to give you one you'll never forget. What difference can one person make? They ask. And the answer is this. You ever try to sleep in a room with two mosquitoes? I'll leave you with that thought. Try to sleep in a small room where there are two mosquitoes, and you'll know what difference one voice can make. On that note, I will leave you with my pearls of wisdom. I have given you so much today. There is so much in here, I can't even summarize it. There should be a cliff notes of what I just gave you. There's maybe 20 gems in this, each one of which could be another stolen book. That's okay. Okay. Who was it? It was Lao Tzu. What is it? Lao Tzu who wrote that? That um, don't worry about who steals your ideas. Just, more, just understand your ideas are being used. That, that's a good one. That was before the age of uh, copyright. I mean, if there was copyright in the age of Lao Tzu, he wouldn't have been so benevolent <laughs> about his ideas. But he must have been ripped off. He must have been a bright guy, and they must have robbed all of his ideas. So here we are. How long have I given you? What have you gotten out of my soul and my hide today? I mean, I started with people are gagging on the filth and destruction coming from the Biden regime. That may be the title. Maybe that should be the title. I have a couple of other titles in mind. You know, they're making many titles. They keep coming to me. They're like ideas. I have another idea. I was going to write in, you know, I was going to stop writing stories. I have all these stories that have been sitting on my table now for a year that did not get collected by the library. They're manuscripts of stories that I didn't give the library. And I've been pondering, should I give these things? Should I give these to them? Because they're a little controversial. There's things in it that I may not want in posterity or they're not that interesting. And I thought about it. What's the point of it? So I'm going to burn them all. Because th- no one cares about stories anymore. I mean, I watch movies and some of them are good. Some of them are bad. But nobody really cares about stories from the heart. No one reads them anymore. No one publishes them anymore. And there's no point. I'm going to burn them all. I think I got an idea for YouTube. I'm going to burn all of my old stories on YouTube. That would be a, a good YouTube. I'm burning all of these incredibly precious gems, which you will never see. It reminds me of what Picasso did to an art dealer who came to see him he knew he was a greedy b- so you invited him to see him and he said yeah come to see me on this this so forth beach and he said i'm going to make something for you and you can sell it and he made a sculpture in the sand and then the time <laughs> watched the tide come in and wash the sand away just to get the art dealer greedy art dealer crazy <laughs> yes we artists have a way of doing things don't we at the end of the day i'm only an artist possibly a philosopher, but no threat whatsoever to the Biden regime. I'm merely an old white guy babbling away with no following whatsoever. What's the power of an idea? Would they even understand the metaphor, that West African metaphor, of trying to sleep in a small room where there are two mosquitoes flying around? Nah, don't think so. Have a really nice day as you ask yourself can this country survive this corrupt degenerate regime i'm not so sure that we're not already this with austin in charge (laughs) we have two bad carrier groups over there in the middle east not using them what are they there for for diversity training what are they doing with carrier battle groups when the Houthi rebels are firing missiles at them and they're cr- pants studying the manual of whether they're, they're passing the DEI re- regime or not? What did Commander Austin say? Can we fire back? Well, oh, I don't know. Let's fire a million-dollar missile at a $10,000 uh, thing that they're fire, that whatever they call they're firing at them. They're spending a million dollars on each missile that they shoot them down with. That makes sense. Instead of firing the missile and wiping them out in Yemen you got a million dollar missile fire it where it's coming from not at the thing they're firing idiot idiot what are you firing a million dollar missile at a ten thousand dollar drone schmuck that's what you learned at Harvard fire the million dollar missile to the Houthi rebels where they're firing it from putz not at the missile they're firing you schmuck that's the country I'm living in well I've given it all I have more to say, and I have much more to say, because the making of ideas, there is no end. I have so many ideas. There'll be more. There'll be more. But right now, it's time for me to go. Liberalism is a mental disorder, and it's incurable, and it's destroying the world. Savage. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something from it.